ourselves we exist for the sake of ourselves good morning pilgrims and travelers Another day, a little more overcast today, but another beautiful day in northern western Spain, northwestern Spain, better said. And uh, without further ado, here is another edition of uh, Walk With Me After I Run and see where that will take me. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, pilgrims. Well, uh, format a little different. I'm in a toilet right now, but uh, Belen would not let me procrastinate to do that bit of a recording about my first dip into the ocean. They have a cute word in Spanish, which is in Spanish, <laughs> Spanish, which is chapuzón which is to dip oneself, you know, to go quickly in the water. But anyway, it was more than that because I went for a swim. But in case you don't know, the water between uh, Conil de la Frontera and A Coruña is uh, quite a bit different in terms of temperature. And when I had put my feet into it before, taking a walk, I was like, there is no way I'm going in that water. But the last couple of days... It had become, you could say, almost felt like it was calling me. So uh, today was a beautiful day. Um, after meeting one of a brother and taking an amazing nap and a beautiful sunny day in, uh, in a Coruña with some wind, but nothing too crazy. Just basically a beautiful day. And uh, even though it was late, it was after six o'clock. Uh, me thinking of being cold and therefore wanting to be the hottest time of the day to go in the water. So basically went in and sure it felt cold, but once fully, once I dipped my head and started to swim, it was actually very nice. It was very refreshing. And even though a part of me felt on the body side, which was weird, felt cold, for the ones who know me, my hands get cold very quickly before anything else in my body. And uh, it just get very cold. But for whatever reason, they did not feel cold in the water, even though I could feel the cold in my chest, you know, and my, my legs, I don't remember exactly. But it was wonderful. And I uh, swam not too far away from the shore. And there was no much of a break, so there was almost no wave, almost no action. The tide is definitely stronger here, for sure. But I have learned to work around that, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, you just don't fight it, you just work with it. And uh, I've learned that from the Mediterranean Sea. Believe it or not, not from the ocean, but the most dangerous swim I ever had was in the Mediterranean Sea when I was in Saint-Tropez in 91, a long time ago. My goodness, 20? So, oh my goodness, 30 years ago. 30 years ago. 30 years ago. Am I that old? Wow. Anyway, amazing. 
So that was my first swim. Then I was thinking about it would be wonderful after a run, you know, since I'm barefoot in my shorts, all I have to do is uh, drop the shirt and that's fine. But I do have my iPhone. I listen to podcasts while I run and uh, I don't plan to change that. Although now that I think of it, nobody swims in the morning or almost nobody. So I could easily find a spot, go for a swim, leave my phone with a shirt and I don't have to worry about somebody stealing it because it's not crowded and that would be a lot harder for somebody to uh, to get away with that. I think I will then. And we're looking at the next few days, looking very nice here in Coruña. So I think tomorrow I might, after the run, take a nice dip. And that will be un chapuzón, just to refresh the body after a run. Anyway, just wanted to share my, uh, I've lost my uh, Coruña water virginity this afternoon with Belen. Anyway, feels wonderful. We're about to go take a walk after cooking our first batch of oatmeal together. She loves oatmeal. Well, it's actually a, basically it's a blend of muesli. So it's a blend of, uh, you have uh, rye, oats. I think you have some wheat, maybe some barley. I'm not sure, but it's basically a muesli blend. And it's almost the same price, which is crazy as uh, um, Avena flakes. So... Is that right? No, you don't say flakes, do you? Avena, I'm sorry, oat. Oat flakes? Anyway, doesn't matter. But they are thicker, so they are not quite as processed, so they are a little harder to digest. And as I'm learning about uh, accessibility of nutrient and of calories, uh, it makes even more sense the idea of uh, eating less processed because you're not able to ingest as much and therefore calorically wise you do not uh, store as much anyway a little side note anyway that was it just a wonderful uh, first time in the water in quite a while in quite a while anyway love to you all and talk to you soon Pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. Oh, you know, just realized this has only been my my fifth run, and my calves have, have completely uh, adapted. There is no more soreness. So, for now, holding on to half an hour just not sure about tomorrow I do like the idea of uh, one day a week to to push a little more to do a little more I kind of like the idea of working my way to maybe once a week to two hours uh, of a nice study zone two aerobic basically where you gently work up your body but anywho I don't have any machine or anything to measure so Technically, I am I'm flying blind, but you kind of get the idea to be able to go, 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 
without getting tired, without exhausting yourself, where you can talk or carry a conversation, where it's nice and easy, almost to the point of boring. Anywho, <laughs> I'm pretty sure eventually I will want to work my way to a, to a barefoot half marathon. I have done it, sorry, with the vibram, five fingers, but I realized what a difference there still is between those skinny, skimpy, barely existent shoes and the actual barefoot. It's not as night and day as regular shoes, but it still is night and day, I have to say. Anyhow, completely overcast this morning. I think we're looking at some action in the next few days. But anyhow, beautiful to be out. Realizing as I am here, it's going to mean getting used to uh, running in a rain, which I am not a big fan of, but it will be an opportunity to maybe get used to that one, along with cold shower and cold bath in the Atlantic, which remain to be seen if I will choose to take a dip before walking back to the apartment. The beds are still So yesterday, we basically kind of got a little more serious about the whole paperwork trail for becoming registered, which uh, means one thing, I have to have insurance. And we're talking about the, the full Monty, the entire, the big Mac, the real McCoy. And I was thinking, kind of whining a little bit about the price of it, which we're looking at uh, 70 something euros. So you're looking at, uh, you know, around 90, $90 a month. And this insurance means no copay. And just about everything is covered. And that's, which kind of makes sense from the Spanish government point, because they don't want to have to pay for your shit. So, because you're still not a Spanish. It takes five years if I somehow end up staying here, if that becomes my life and my new home. It takes five years of living here to uh, to be able to obtain, uh, I guess, uh, some kind of a Spanish citizenship. I'm not even sure if it becomes a Spanish citizenship or a foreign Spanish kind of a card, like NIE, which would be a, a foreign card, or the DNI, which is... a official Spanish ID card, but that doesn't matter. Anywho, so kind of got a pretty good idea. I have a meeting, next, have an appointment next uh, Tuesday at the office and, uh, you know, going to find out about it because my, uh, my American passport is full sale, but my French one is not, but that's not going to help me because the application process is different for somebody outside of the uh, European community. So I'm going to the French one, which mean before I can even start, I may have to deal with renewing my passport. And at the same time, I will do my national ID card, which will expire next year. So we'll find out. That's, that's, a, that's why I'm going next Tuesday. There's no rush to find out about that. Uh, also realizing, uh, 
the, the routine that I have uh, and waking up late, you know, because we are going to bed late, uh, which I guess it kind of makes sense in the summertime, you know, at 10 o'clock it's still light. You know, we had a sunset like at 10.15 last night. <laughs> And we had a beautiful, my goodness, the sunset was gorgeous. We barely caught the last sliver of the sun before it just disappeared behind the horizon. And then we had a very, very nice stroll on the boardwalk. And the, the, the after sunset was gorgeous. Then I took pink to red to purple. It was really, really something on a beautiful sunny day. But uh, not getting up as early, one of the consequences I realize has been I have not gone out more to look at uh, foreign schools. So I think I'm looking at about maybe five to six outings to check them all out. And of course, some will be at possibly, you know, two, three or maybe four kilometers away. But I do plan to do that. But I, this week it just did not happen. You know, waking up late, my routine takes me about at least three hours. And sometimes I go for a nap. I'm still kind of uh, getting my routine legs under me. <clears throat> but that hasn't happened too much. I have not even started to look for a nutritionist in the area. But that's something that I plan to do as well. And. Uh, and yes, it means I'm going to have to put my foot down and set up some clear goals. Also, Belen is uh, studying for the for positions for, for um, a governmental, uh, for a federal kind of position, which is quite uh, intensive in, in Spain because there are a few posts and a lot of applicants because it's a, it's a favorite kind of a job in Spain because you have your security which I guess would be for a lot of countries. But I think in Spain, where the employment rate is high, uh, it is something that people covet. So you do have to work quite hard. You have to do a lot of things, kind of like entering into an Ivy League uh, university type deal. So she's, uh, she's going to be spending uh, the best part of a year. And she has already, I mean, she has experience, of course. She has worked years in insurance and policy, so she has uh, exposure to that. But it's, it's quite taxing. But she enjoys it. Good for her. The very idea makes me ooh, cringe. Cringe. On another front, yesterday in Spain, on the news, there was a little clash between the president and this guy. So, who's part of his cabinet, which I'm not going to be able to go into too much detail. But uh, suffice to say that when Pedro Sanchez won, he did not win uh, by a margin large enough to really win. So, he had to make alliance. And I think it was Podemos, I'm not sure. One of the, because it's a, it's a socialist, so it's a, it's a left, it's a party on the left. So, he basically joined forces with another party. But there were condition, and one was that, I think, if I am not mistaken, that some of those people would have a cabinet position. And so this guy tweeted something along the lines, eat less meat, more lives. Uh, basically, a campaign to get Spanish people 
to eat less meat. And uh, Spain is apparently the country in Europe where they eat the most meat. And they exceed the Spanish national guideline of meat consumption by three or four fold. And uh, of course, the backlash was not uh, slow to come. And which makes complete sense. I mean, you know, the culture, the Spanish culture, the tradition. I mean, you're looking at ham, you know, the Spanish ham, the, the black foot with the black leg. I don't know what you would call it. Pata negra. Uh, yeah, the, the leg of the animal, the black leg. It's, it's, a, it's a ham that has a very uh, good reputation in, uh, in Spain. So they're just well known for their meat, their belly, and just in general, so much meat. And of course, bringing the point about health, about the resources, and about the impact on the planet. And so that was kind of the guy platform. And it was interesting to to dip a little bit into that news. Uh, but of course, uh, the party line was very clear in terms of, you know, you have like 2.5 million Spanish citizen involved in that industry so there's a lot of uh, money there's uh, like nine billion euro more uh, and a lot of uh, jobs so this it's a big fingerprint yeah it's a big uh, pulse yeah it's a big finger on the pulse of the the economy so it's not going to be an easy polemic to a controversy shall we say to to deal with but of course a necessary one because however you may want to justify in a short term the cost or the catharsis it may cost to the economy, to the, to the population as a transition, it is inevitable. It is obvious that something that is not sustainable is just not. It doesn't matter where you come from, what you used to, it just is not. And then you will evolve one way or the other. There is no party line, there is no refrain, you know, there is no slogan that will get you out of that pickle. The facts are straightforward where we are now. Uh, I think Spain is one of the countries a little slower to, to take on the baton on, on, that, uh, on that race, but it is obvious that it will have to. And uh, I'm not sure what the reason of that person was for uh, initiating, you know, that controversy. But who knows? Maybe the guy really had real guts. Maybe the guy really took on his position seriously instead of his career. I don't know. And the part that was interesting. So here it is. Here's a controversy because that's just the tip of the iceberg. Was that the president basically went against it? went against him and basically was like yeah i want my stick you know how oh, there's nothing you know you can go against that basically standing against one member of his own cabinet even though one member of a party that is not his own but that was weird uh you know again if you know me politics is not my forte i don't really care uh i follow barely any of it because it doesn't really make sense at the end of the day for me i'm not able to wrap my mind around it and have a clear picture of what that means but i see it as a necessity and i do accept it and i do value those people who are fighting those battles and who are 
making themselves responsible of that part of society. So, and it just felt weird to me that somebody would outwardly uh, disassociate himself from somebody from his cabinet. And even more so when the situation is as icky as this one. Uh, you know, I guess referring maybe to some form of loyalty or, or team, uh, yeah, team camaraderie of thing. Like, you know, if somebody's part of your team, however imperfect, or even if they did something that you did not agree, you don't, in the open, go against that person. It is kind of a weird move to me. It's kind of a weakening move, the way I look at it. Uh, to the to your enemy or to your you know to the opposition party, which seems to be the state of affairs in the political world, doesn't matter where you go, you have one party against another, and one looking at uh, milking any weaknesses or any opportunity to to breach that wall, that that party wall, and uh, but that was interesting to kind of hear people talking and. Uh, uh, of course, to be a very uh, uh, controlled and quiet tone on the people talking about the science and in the fact. And then when you have the, the more heated voices and more passionate about the people who have the job and, you know, those are tricky, tricky platform to play. I am not a debate. I don't debate. So I don't, I can't really appreciate in terms of the strategies adopted to deal with those controversies. But... Uh, it kind of was cool. That was actually, you know, lately one of the first few news that I was interested in that I found useful, that helped me to be informed of something and that are things that I can use, that are actu actuate, actuate, no, action-oriented. No, no, no. Actu uh, there is a word, but I'm not thinking of it. That are practical. Anywho, so... That was for the news. And uh, is there anything else? It might be a short. It doesn't matter whether it is a short podcast or not. Uh, I don't know, actually. I think I might leave it at that. I think I might leave it at that. Yeah, why not? Um, I do feel uh, do feel good at the first of the day. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Now I just remember. So the boardwalk we have here is supposedly, I think, the longest in Europe. So it goes for a long, long ways. I'm not sure how long, but anywho, one of the Coruña uh, fun facts about the city. And it's quite wide. You know, you could easily have uh, five, six people on the line walking, and it would support that. So it's a very nice boardwalk. There's less room for cars now than ever before. And uh, you see a lot of people walking uh, during the morning, in the evening, during the day. And uh, it is really enjoyable to, to share that space and that time and to see people moving. And, something that brings joy to me and uh, I think as of now I will leave it at that wishing you all a beautiful uh, Saturday 
And uh, remember that nothing tastes as good as healthy feels. Love. Um. Oh.